Hello, everyone. Just a few days ago, the world marked the 10th anniversary of the International Day for the Girl. Although the world has paid increased attention to the issues that matter to girls, investment in girls' rights remain limited, and girls continue to confront a myriad of challenges to fulfilling their potential. With adversity, however, comes resourcefulness, creativity, tenacity, and resilience. The world's girls have shown time and time again that, given the skills and the opportunities, they can be the change makers. So today, young women and girls in Iran have taken to the streets to decide the fate of their country and bring about change. The NCRI Women's Committee described Iranian girls as the most innocent victims of the clerical regime's brutal gender discrimination in Iran. Most news about them concerned violence, suicide, forced child marriages, school dropouts, malnutrition, lack of medical care, and child labors. How do you relate this to the scenes we are witnessing today in Iran, where these young souls are leading the way during Iran protests? Yes. At the first glance, there seems to be a contradiction at work, but as you just mentioned, with adversity comes resourcefulness, creativity, tenacity, and resilience. Women have borne the brunt of repression under the Mullahs' rule, and among them, the girl child is the most innocent victim. Deprived of many of the rights, these girls are like a compressed spring, full of energy and power. When released, they make up a potent force. And this is what's happening in Iran today. You see that women are leading, inspiring the protests, and injecting their energy to others. And again, you see that young girls are the most outspoken and the bravest. The fact that young girls are coming out of the schools, marching on the streets, and calling for the regime's overthrow is a clear indication of the deep-seated, widespread discontent in society for schoolchildren and girls to come up like this. These girls are very brave. They're at the forefront of the protests, countering the security forces with bare hands. The fact that so many young women and girls are among those slain during the protests. Is itself an indication of the widespread and extensive participation of young women and girls in the protests that seek regime change. Could you give us a little background on this? School children usually don't do this. They don't go out on the streets and march against the government. Well, it's very important to realize that this is not a spontaneous movement, but dates back to the early days when the mullah seized power in Iran. You know, thousands of teenage girls and boys and high school students rose up against the Shah during the 1979 revolution. They wanted freedom and the elimination of dictatorship. So many more joined the opposition when they realized. That the mullahs betrayed the democratic goals of that revolution and clamped down on freedoms. Hundreds of these young boys and girls were executed by the clerical regime. For example, Fatima Mespa was only 13 years old when executed in the summer of 1981. Maryam Rotsimov was 16 years old but killed under torture. A shocking example. Was when the regime published the photos of 12 teenage girls 
in its official press on the 21st of June 1981, just one day after its bloody crackdown on people's peaceful demonstration demanding their democratic rights. The regime asked their parents to go and identify them in the morgue. They had executed the girls without knowing their names. So young Iranian girls have a history of fighting for freedom and resisting the dictators. Yes, exactly. Tens of thousands of young women and girls supporting the opposition People's Mujahideen or the MEK and other dissident groups resisted against the regime despite knowing that they were going to be tortured and executed. Thousands were among the 30,000 political prisoners who were massacred in 1988. Again, during the November 2019 uprising, you saw that the 14-year-old Nikta Svandani was among those who were slain during the anti-regime protests. So, the young girls who walk out of the schools, march in the streets, and chant anti-regime slogans are the continuation of those rebellious souls who could not sit idle and tolerate the mullah's tyranny. They gave their lives to bring freedom to their people and future generations. Today's rebellious and fearless generation is a continuation of those brave girls. Tell us about the young women who became victims of the security forces in the recent protests. Of course, um, there's not enough information about all of those who got killed. But I can tell you about Nikosha Karami. She was only 17, a bright and happy girl who had high dreams. Her friends said she was fearless during the protest on the 20th of September. Her mother called her several times and knew that she was among the protesters. In a last call to her friends, she told them that she was being chased by security forces. Then she went missing. Her family found her body 10 days later in a morgue. They said her skull and nose had been smashed. Her family knew from insiders that Nika had been in the IRGC detention and interrogated and tortured for 10 days. The regime has tried to pretend that she had committed suicide, but the initial death certificate indicated that she had died due to consecutive blows of a heavy object to her head. So to conceal the scars of torture on Nika's body, security forces stole her body from the family and buried it in a remote village. I saw Serena Ismailzadeh's video, What a Bright Girl. Her YouTube channel shows evidently how lively she was and full of hope. Yes, Serena was also a very bright girl with many ideas and dreams. There's a video clip from her where she talks about the social problems in Iran. She says, the only thing people may want from their government is welfare and well-being. But the people of Iran and the younger generation are preoccupied with the three basic issues of food, clothing, and housing. She said in the video that it's been one year that everyone is having problem with eating. They don't have enough money to eat, and every day they have to decide about what they afford to eat. So we see that the new generation of young girls like Nika and Serena are fully aware of what they want and what they don't want. Thousands of them come out on the streets and chant, freedom, freedom, freedom. That's what they want, 
and they're not going to accept anything less than that. Now, the latest news is that plainclothes agents attacked a girls' high school in Ardabil in northwest Iran. They arrested seven students and injured 10 more. One of the injured students lost her life in the hospital due to internal bleeding. Very sad to hear these reports. Of course, when you're fighting against a brutal dictatorship, you know this is the price of freedom. We've reached the end of this episode. I remind our listeners with deep concern that Iranian girls and women need your support in their struggle for freedom and equality. One of the important steps you can take to help Iranian women in their struggle is to ask for the removal of the Iranian regime's representative from the UN Commission on the Status of Women. A regime that kills women and girls and is the murderer of the Iranian people doesn't deserve to be a member of the CSW. Visit our website, women.ncr-iran.org, for the latest developments on Iran's women and write us about your views. Thank you for listening.